having fun in the sun. Welcome back. It's the Thursday edition of Y'all, and we are in Daytona Beach, Florida. We have been here most of this week, and we'll be here for a few more days. So enjoying the surf and sand of Daytona Beach, and we're also here doing a little business. We're at the Southeast Tourism Society's annual conference, Connections is what it's called, taking place at the Hilton Daytona Beach Oceanfront Resort in Daytona Beach. And I'm John Rawl on the All Southern Program, and we'll have some great tourism talk here on today's program in a little bit. We'll be joined by Emily Gonzalez. She is from Mobile, Alabama, and she's going to tell us all about what's going on in Mobile. They just survived Mardi Gras, and they've got a bunch of good stuff going on in lower Alabama, L.A., later on this year. And she's going to be here in the next segment to tell us all about Mobile. And as we wrap up this hour of the Y'all Show, we're going to go from the from the surf to the mountaintop as we'll be joined by jerry brown of alpine helen and white county georgia and believe it or not this awesome place to go year round this weekend is hosting its first songwriters conference and if you enjoy great music there's some really cool people stopping by helen this weekend and of course if you can't make it to helen and as i always say go to helen if you can't make it this weekend then helen is an awesome place to go year round and we'll tell you all about it when jerry brown of Alpine, Helen, and White County, Georgia stops by at the end of this hour. When we get to hour two of today's Y'all Show, we'll actually move our headlines that we normally have at this spot. We're moving those to the start of the second hour. We've got a look at headlines from across the South. Believe it or not, the one of the guys that was the first member of the Seattle Mariners franchise when they started back in the 1970s, he was a South Carolinian, and he was killed tragically the other day in a car wreck. We'll tell you about that. And also, the governor of Kentucky says he exposed his children to chicken pox. Say what? We'll tell you about it at the start of Hour 2 when we take a look at headlines from across Dixie here on today's Y'all program. And after we get through the headlines, we're going to talk SEC sports, but we're going to do it with a tourism slant. As we'll have John Pritcher stop by. John is with Discover Crystal River, Florida. And, and the website is discovercrystalriverfl.com. John not only will talk about his great community kind of in the northern end of Florida, but he also played college baseball for the Florida Gators. Chomp, chomp. And John will be stopping by in hour two with our SEC spotlight with a little tourism, like we said, a little tourism slant. And it'll be a lot of fun as we are here in Daytona Beach talking a little tourism and more with you. And just so glad you could join us. If you want to reach us here, our number is 803-816-1170. And on email form, you can catch us, y'all show at y'all.com. And go to our awesome hot new website. It's y'all.com. We've got stories going up by the second. And we've got all kinds of neat features on y'all.com. You can even access the y'all show at y'all.com. And we have, we're pushing nearly 200 episodes now of the All Southern program. So if there's something you want to go in the archives and find, you can access it at y'all.com. So, so easy for you. Well, we're enjoying our time here. Had a good time. I, I may have mentioned on a show earlier that we stopped by Daytona International Speedway on Tuesday evening, had a great event at this part of this STS, Southeast Tourism Society conference. I had never been to Daytona's Speedway before. Gigantic place. I can see why so many people make it a destination when racing starts in February and then they have the 
firecracker 400 here in the summertime but an awesome awesome venue here in the uh, northern end of florida with daytona international speedway and we've also been able to take in some of the other sights and sounds here at this conference and honestly i really haven't had a chance to tell you about my journey down to daytona as i went through some areas that i really hadn't been in all that much i went through not albany but i went through albany georgia coming here and stopped and got me some good pecans and what a great reward when you drive drive the highways and byways of georgia especially in south georgia and you're dodging deer and you're dodging all the other creatures that seem to find their way on the roadside when you see a gas station that sells pecan logs and also i bought me some praline pecans now that made for a perfect treat and you mix that in with a little georgia's own coca-cola you're doing quite well here in this part of the world of course can't leave out florida glad to come to a place in florida called jasper florida that is in i think it's in hamilton county or jefferson county one of those early guys in our nation's history it's named after him Uh, of course that's kind of the older portion at least whenever the state was settled by the folks escaping georgia and south carolina in the early days but uh, jasper florida nice little southern town and just so many really cool things a lot of people still think that florida isn't necessarily a southern state well i i i'll grant you that some parts may not win the award of most southern but man there's uh there's more southern than northern here in in florida especially as you get near the georgia line and alabama line but even going on to in central florida no no surprise there i met someone today from sarasota and she was very quick to point out that sarasota she's a southern girl and that that's a good thing and we like that god bless sarasota good place well this is the y'all show again we're talking tourism we're talking sec sports in hour two and we'll have those headlines again coming at the start not of hour one but hour two today you'll be able to get all the goings on of dixie when that begins so do not miss it when we come back emily gonzalez of mobile alabama she's a tourism aficionado with mobile alabama and she's going to come on and tell us what's going on in la lower alabama that's up next on y'all And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When you're always on the go, what would you prefer? An office phone system? Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier. Had an errand to run, but I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this. Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper. Oh, one sec. It's a business call. Hi, this is Rochelle with WayForward Partners. How can I help? There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. 
Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text SCIENCE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text S-C-I-E-N-C-E to 84888. That's SCIENCE to And welcome back to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent as we continue to discuss a little Southern tourism here on the show as we've been at the Southeast Tourism Society. The group has an annual conference, and this year we found ourselves in Daytona Beach, Florida, and we have a guest now from an awesome town in the Southeast, Mobile, Alabama, and Emily E. Gonzalez is now joining us here, <laughs> and she works with Visit Mobile. Welcome to the Y'all Show. So glad to be here. And I'm just going to let you do the show because Emily warned me that she's worked in radio a long time. And so, hey, you ask questions. You just take over. I'm no, just, I have, sit over here on look, the I am here to absolutely talk about everything that has to do with Mobile and the Southeast, if we want to talk about that. But I am pretty partial to my own hometown. That's where you're from. Yes, I am from the Mobile area, that uh, coastal that Alabama. Mean? Well, there's that coastal Alabama area are that just kind of Theodore? feels like... Are you talking Fairhope or are you talking... Over there in, uh, was it Bayou Labattery? Oh, what? those are all great words, great words. But where are you from? I, I actually was born and raised on the Eastern Shore. Oh, so okay. that's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That is Baldwin County? Baldwin County, technically, yeah. Okay. And then all of the areas actually work together in one good coastal Alabama area. So you have everyone, everything from Gulf Shores and Orange Beach up the Eastern Shore, across the bay over into Mobile County, and then a plethora of things to do in Mobile County from Dolphin Island, the other coastline, to the little dip down, um, dip all down. the little dip down. Before. When you hear the bay, I call it the little dip dip of the uh, lower part of Alabama. What's going on down lower, there? Lower, Alabama. lower, lower Alabama. Yeah. Um, okay. And then you get the bayou and um, all the shrimping and um, <laughs> oystering that happens there, and um, then back up into the big city. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we want to talk about all of the area that that you kind of hang out in, uh-huh. but the rest of the South minus Texas is envious of your area right now because you have the only Bucky's gas station outside of Texas is in Fairhope, I guess. Is, is um, it? It's a little further out than Fairhope, okay. but it's still in Baldwin County. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, I haven't and, been there yet. Oh, it is a destination in and of itself. Okay. Um, Bucky's has a fantastic reputation for just being a... Probably one of... It, it has to be the largest gas station it is. convenience store Um in North America, if not the world. Have you used the bathroom there yet? Uh, I haven't at that particular Bucky's, but I my family's from Texas, so I've spent a lot of time at, te- at Bucky's throughout the throughout the country. Okay, because they are known for their bathrooms. If They're you, very nice. If you really need to go, that's the place to go. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes that that stop is an important one. And Bucky's is a kind of a unique place because they don't let trucks in there, big trucks. They're only for cars, and they're not for eighteen wheelers. I don't think I've ever, it's so big with so many people and so many um, 
They Gas discriminate tanks and against our big 18 wheelers. That ain't right. Well, they have 18 wheelers have plenty of other places to stop and they have their own bed. <laughs> I, I know. I, I know. We love our truckers, but uh, yeah. we like our people who don't want to have to fool with a big old truck when they're trying to get out of that parking lot. That's some, sometimes quite difficult. Well, Emily, we're going to talk to you about a bunch of things, but okay. of course, Mobile is a awesome place to go year round. Year around. But I got to ask, since we just got out of this season, how did Mobile fare in this year's Mardi Gras, which is where Mardi Gras was birthed? Absolutely. Mobile is home of America's original Mardi Gras. We are proud of that. Um, it, where are your beads? Where are my beads? They're actually upstairs. I brought beads for <laughs> um, some stuff. Um, I will bring you a pair. Um, and I also have moon pies for you. Uh, okay. Everybody loves what's, a moon pie. What's the connection with Mobile and moon pies? We love moon pies. We okay. throw moon pies. That's our that's big thing. We actually thing. have. Well, they are made in Chattanooga, but we actually that is our throw of choice. It's beads and moon pies, um, and then we actually do a moon pie drop for New Year's Eve. Well, let me so. tell you something else. You may not know. I'm sure you do, but just in case. <laughs> Here at y'all.com, recently we ran a story that you had a restaurant in Mobile that served hamburgers with moon pies as the buns. Did you know In that? the moon pie store. Is that where it was? <laughs> All right, I knew you'd know, darn it. That's not fair. I was trying to outdo outmobile you. Well, you know, I mean, we have a lot of very quirky little obscure things in Mobile. So, um, Including the people. Yes, we are, <laughs> we are characters in and of ourselves. Um, it's worth the destination just to meet people from Mobile. Um, strangers on the street. All right. Well, you, as we said, you've just survived Mardi Gras. <laughs> just survived Gras Mardi Gras. We had what? over a million people come through. Okay. Um, it was wonderful. Um, it's a very long um, carnival season. Mardi Gras, we consider that actually um, Fat Tuesday. We have our Joe Kane Day throughout the weekend. Um, what is that? Joe Kane. Joe Kane. You're, you're Joe Kane, right? I, <laughs> no, no, I'm not Joe Kane. Um, so. <laughs> Mardi Gras has a fantastic um, history and lineage of from its founding with a Calbellian society to coming back Sounds after like the a se- bunch of Mississippi State fans. Uh, well, that's probably where they moved after they <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> where they went around town um, throwing um, little trinkets and so forth, ringing cowbells. So uh, that was the original Mardi Gras. Um, they kind of called themselves the Calbellians. Uh, uh, and then you moved into post-Civil War um, era where um, a man named Joe Kane was bringing it back to life um, and bringing Mardi Gras and the festivities back and um, he dressed up as Chief Slack and his name Slack is Slack Aramabamico um, but we just call him Chief Slack and um, he was kind of a, um, a ladies man had a couple of wives, a couple of mistresses and things of that nature, he liked to party liked to keep everything festive um, but Sounds he is like absolutely um, he is at every Mardi Gras he would uh, dress up as Chief Slack and lead the parades around um, so when he died at a pretty pretty young age um, of age probably <laughs> we're not going there, no, there's no <laughs> well, proof of what he died from I mean, that I know of 100 years ago so that's why I said that. <laughs> um, but it's actually a full day. We have a full day of festivities around Joe Kane. We have his own day. Um, there's the People's Parade. And um, the individual who dresses and is the character and represents Chief Slack and Joe Kane, um, that's actually a lifelong legacy. So it can only be passed down from one man to the next. So a wonderful man named Wayne Dean is actually Joe Kane and Chief Slack now. Um, and when he gets tired, Decided decides to retire um, and or um, he passes, um, there's a lineage that takes place. So it's it's something that we take seriously. There's Mardi Gras all over the place, but there is only one Joe Kane. 
Does that mean the the man who has it now has to have that lifestyle of having wives and mistresses? No, no, no. He um he actually has a a, a wonderful wife, and they have a great relationship, and they do a lot and no um, for the city. Not not that you're not, aware of? not one any that he would tell us about. No, I'm sure he's a <laughs> no. very fine man, Mr. Wayne. We love you. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, it comes with a title, you know. That, that, that does have a, a little bit of a legacy there. All right, Mobile, of course, with the fun there at Mardi Gras. What what do you have coming up in the springtime and or early summer? We should be aware of. So Mobile is a city that constantly has festivals. There's everything from um, the Azalea Trail Run that um, is in its 42nd year. Um, And I think that there's just six individuals left um, who have actually run in every single um, race of those 42. Um, And another, a local, um, the mayor of Gulf Shores, Robert Kraft, is one of those. So it's a unique little (laughs) tie-in. Not the owner of the Patriots, Robert Kraft. No, no, no. Just just a local Gulf Shores mayor. News for Um, other reasons here, Oh, yeah. Well, we won't go there. Um, That's not my territory. Um, but we also have South Sounds Music Festival. We have small things like the Macaroni and Cheese Festival. Um, we have a Cajun cook-off. Uh, it's coming up in a couple weeks. Oh, okay. I'd have to pull up my calendar to give you there the exact date, not to lie to you. Uh, that's one of the things, even though I don't consider mac and cheese only a southern dish, but, man, there's some places in the south that, woo. And can you imagine having a mac and cheese cook-off? No, um, you would have to, I mean, really pace yourself out or just go car- carb load. You almost need the Mac and Cheese Festival before the Azalea Trail Run. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you go to carb load. Uh, Maybe we should talk to some coordinators about that. We should. You know anybody? Uh, just a few people. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I think that the two different organizations have their, their things laid out. But we have, a, we have a lot of excitement going on in the area. It's Sounds beautiful. Like it. The flowers are blooming. Azaleas um, are already um in full bloom. I know there's a huge azalea watch every year. Um, we have the festival flyers. What, what does that mean? Um, well, there's a lot of people who actually travel, just like you think of up north and the northeast, that people travel to see the fall leaves. People travel at different times of year to see the azaleas bloom, or in the winter they come to see um, the camellias, and um, actually in the fall they come to see the mums. So if you have the beautiful Bell and Grath Gardens, which is a huge estate that was um, that's out in Theodore. Um, they actually put cameras out and they have mum watch and they have azalea watch to see and to watch the the plants come to life and flower um it's absolutely spectacular um the azaleas bloom so thick that you can't see the green um and just our whole town turns pink beautiful place we're talking with emily gonzalez she's with visit mobile in mobile alabama of course and you can go to what is the best website for people to check out what all you have going on there just mobile.org okay mobile.org and it's get your mobile phone out and dial up <laughs> m-o-b-i-l-e dot o-r-g that's got to be confusing doesn't it you know it makes um my google alerts a little tough to sift through <laughs> uh certainly when you when you have a town that uh, unfortunately most people in the world don't think of mobile when they're writing out mobile or mobile phones or whatever but right we know about mobile alabama now let's talk a little sports here if you don't mind let's do it in mobile you have uh, a, a college there that plays division one football the jaguars and are, I, i've been a little confused are they going to get a stadium or not they're working on it they um they actually have a lot of the funds already raised through um private donations and sponsorships and so forth so yeah. i'm pretty sure it's going to happen okay so that's not 100 percent official though that's so not that, i that, am not that's one why, that's why i was confused because i've seen University of South Alabama come out and say, ooh, this is what we're going to have. But, mm-hmm. uh, then, you know, it, everything costs money. It's where they currently 
suit up and play, and then you're it losing is. your baseball team. We are. We're pretty sad about that. Um, we love our Bay Bears. Hank Aaron, um, you know, is is one of our infamous residents. Um, he was born in Mobile, and um, and we love the legacy of, of all of that. Um, but, you know, as with most sports, things can pick up and leave, yeah. um, and, and unfortunately that's happened. This is Southern League team we're talking about. They are yep. moving in 20. 20- 20 mm-hmm. they will become the rocket city trash pandas in madison alabama right outside of huntsville yes they so are. go trash pandas but that'll be another year for right now it's all baby it's still we're getting we're having so much fun with the last year that they're with us um before they make the move so um you know they're they're a bunch of uh it's a great organization with a bunch of great guys and something tells me mobile will have another team before you know it that's ha- that happens all the time with minor league ball teams what about the outdoors scene in Mobile? What can people do from uh, fishing and all that kind of stuff? Um, Mobile is actually – that's actually one of our greatest forms of tourism for the official terminology, the leisure traveler, ah. um, is is the ecotourism. Um, we have the Mobile Tensaw Delta um, right there at um, when the dip dip I was talking about earlier. Um, and that is, you know – best known as like America's Amazon. Um, it is an estuary that is unlike any in North America. Um, so you can go out and fish directly off of the causeway. You can rent boats. Um, you can kayak fish. We have a ton of tours that you can do um, from a paddle boat called the Perdido Queen, which is a dinner cruise or um, uh, that type of thing from downtown. Or you can get on actual journeys on pontoon boats or you can just rent a kayak and take a guided tour and actually camp um on lofted campsites throughout the delta so um it's a huge scene and then of course you have the alabama deep sea fishing rodeo um so there's a, several huge competition um fishing events that come up as well and of course mobile a historic city there's plenty of great options if you love history the old homes that are there mm-hmm. also you have the uss alabama and I'm a Civil War guy, so you have a lot of battles that happen around Mobile Bay that I assume there's places to go visit on that front. So Absolutely. a lot of history in Mobile, Alabama. And Emily's making it every day there. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, we're, ha- we're having a great time. The history is is actually one of our um, favorite little niche things. Mobile's over 300 years old. It's older than the state. The state of Alabama is celebrating its bicentennial this year. Um, but Mobile was um, an official port city well before that. Um, with the um, cities developing right at the mouth of Mobile Bay, it was a major part of the Civil War contention. Um, so between Fort Gaines and Fort Condi and um, – and, um, Fort Gaines, Fort Condi, and what's what's on my other side? You're letting me show my. It's okay. We we won't. We won't you. judge me, right? Um, I was you'll B, judge me. I but. was a B student in school, so it's okay if you don't know your so, Civil War forts. It's my Civil War forts, but I mean we have we have a lot going on there, and there's a lot of, of enactments too. I, I know that uh, not long ago they found a ship or something from the Civil War washed up there on the bay. The ship itself? Are you talking about the Clotilda? Uh, something like that. Yeah. What, so what, what, the, what that is. the Clotilda is actually we're still searching for it, and we haven't verified that the ship that we found is the Clotilda. Um, but it was the last ship to bring, last known ship to bring African slaves to um, the United States, okay. and it was after they had um, the United States and the South had said we you can have slaves, but you can't bring them from Africa anymore. Okay. So um, a man went over to Africa on a bet. Um, brought the slaves in and dumped them into the Delta and had them dispersed amongst wherever they were being dispersed. Delta um, meaning the north end of Mobile Bay? Mm-hmm, just, and then um, he took the boat out and sank it. So um, 
you know, it, it was ultimately discovered and um, he... There was, there's a whole lot of history that goes around that, um, but we're, we've been on a mad hunt for the Clotilda for quite some time. Um, the hole that we have actually mat- matches um, the, um, the dimensions, so it's looking, it's looking positive, but until it's confirmed and that it will need to be confirmed by multiple historians, um, then, you know, we're not, not sure. Not sure. But it'll continue to to be a huge thing. All right. Well, maybe if you're out wanting to go find a shipwreck or look more, Mobile, Alabama, a good place for you to it is to go anytime and find your own paradise, whatever that might be. And, From food to to history tours, anything else. Yes. You can't you can't talk about Mobile and not talk about the food. Oh, did we not talk about the food? We haven't talked about the food. We talked about moon pies and hamburgers. Moon pies and hamburgers. Tell me what else. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is your life. This is Yeah, this is what we do. I mean, Mobile is absolutely a melting pot of food. I mean, you can't say that we're known for one dish because we have everything from barbecue that will make your mouth water. And my mouth is what literally... What type of barbecue? All types of barbecue. Pulled pork, ribs, different types of sauces, everything in between. Sure. Um, and you have a ton of influences coming in from different cultures. Um, then, of course, we're right there on the Gulf of Mexico, Mobile Bay on the Gulf of Mexico, you're not going to get any fresher shrimp or oysters, your seafood. You just catch it and bring it in. It's, it's almost, it's not almost, it is a hook and cook. <laughs> you know, you bring it off the boat and you stick it in the frying pan. And if you need a restaurant to do that for you, you just call ahead and you bring them your clean fish. Okay. So, um, you know, we have just the legacy and the tradition of crabs and um, and, and the shrimp. And right now, it, everyone thinks of New Orleans and Louisiana for the crawfish, but crawfish is absolutely huge in Mobile. Um, I mean, we have restaurants right now selling it, I mean, just at astronomical prices, and it'll come down, and it's cheaper to, to do a sack in your backyard than it is to hit a restaurant sometimes. It's so fun. Um, if you've never been to a crawfish bowl, you go eat crawfish in a restaurant, and it's good, but you're going to get a little dirty. You want to pony up to a crawfish table in someone's backyard and um, and have, have some beer and some friends and some music and, and just have a good time. And this is probably our favorite time of year with the crawfish. It's the best time of year with the crawfish. What about oysters? All year long. There is no, there used to be, I remember, I remember growing up, there used to be the rumor that you can't have an oyster with in a month with an R in it. Um, and, um, and that's just not the case now. We have beautiful oysters from across the area um, that will absolutely have different types of tastes and different textures. So um, everything, you know, everything that, for, that you want from raw to steamed to um, blackened. I like it now. The person that goes to Mobile, they can't just go there in one day. They got to spend several days and they got to examine all these different food options and the history options and all the. We haven't talked about this, and I'm going to put you on a time clock because I know you probably know a little bit too much. I know. I'm being judgmental here. (laughs) Shopping. Shopping. I actually don't do the shopping in my house. All right. Well, thanks a lot. No, you don't shop at all. Uh, I it, I avoid it at all costs. All right, well, good for you. So, but um, we do have great shopping in the area. We have um, plenty of malls, great boutique shops, beautiful areas. Mobile is actually clustered into little um, villages. Mm-hmm. Um, so, from downtown shops to where you're going to find unique little tchotchkes and swag um, and things of that nature that have logos and all the fun Mobile stuff and little candy kitchens and that type of thing. Um, to turning around and actually having boutique shopping in the Spring Hill area um, in the Midtown area um, and then um, you have of course we have plenty of um, shopping at our mall um, that's right on I-65 so there's a lot throughout the entire area 
boutiques right. scattered throughout. And the last time I went through Mobile, I got kind of got confused because you got that whole deal where you've got to go in a tunnel on the interstate on I-10. I think if you hit is. the tunnel, you've left Mobile. Yeah. So what what is the how do you tell idiots like me how to get through Mobile or get to Mobile when it comes to the tunnel and all that? So um, there's plenty of signage on I-10 that will direct you to downtown. Okay. So if you're coming downtown, a lot of people, I mean, Mobile is a big city. It's actually really spread out. Um, so if you're going to, say, a University of South Alabama, you're going to take a different exit. Um, so we actually have multiple exits off of I-10 and 65 to get to different um, interest points within the city. So um, there's a lot of things to do, but um, downtown itself has multiple exits. If you're coming... Well, Emily, darn it, if your town wasn't so pretty, I was captivated by the beauty of your town, and I wasn't looking at no darn sign. I was looking at the surroundings. Did you see the cruise ship, and then you forgot to I think forgot so. to get I was off? Looking at the USS Alabama, and, I was just and then we a have car- don't forget Carnival Cruises. Oh, of course, right of course, from Mobile, but, right there. Oh, are they? Yeah, Mobile, Alabama. Mobile. You can cruise from the on the Carnival Fantasy right out of downtown Mobile. Um, we have about thirty thousand um, individuals and um, individual room nights every year of people who come in early, experience and explore Mobile, and then get on the cruise ship. So. Um, you know, that's pretty impressive to see how you're not counting those stays as mobile stays on um, the actual ship, but you do get to have all of those visitors drive in from all over the United States um, to come in to jump on that ship, and then they also experience mobile. That is awesome. I did not know that. Mobile yeah. people coming from all over. Well, if you're listening to us in the South and you haven't been to Mobile, it's Visit Mobile. The website is mobile.org. <laughs> and Emily Gonzalez, our special guest here on the Y'all Show, thank you for letting us know all about L.A., Lower Alabama, and Mobile specifically. Thanks so much for having me. Y'all have a great day. I like the way she said that. The Y'all Show will continue right after this. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolate. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Oh Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Music get up to 500 gigabits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. Rolaids presents The Heartburn Blues. <sighs> so the kids decided to cut their own hair today. And somebody's ink pen exploded in the wash. And family fajita night left me with the heartburn blues. But Rolaids made it all fine. Rolaids starts working as fast as now, so you can take control of even your worst heartburn. Get your groove back with Rolaids. Refers to acid neutralization. Use as directed. 
You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. It's the Y'all Show from the beach. Welcome back. We're in Daytona, Florida at the Southeast Tourism Society's annual conference. John Rawl here. Got the beach outside. Beautiful day here in Florida. And I am now joined by a native Floridian, a native of Destin, Florida. But he may win the award for the dumbest Southerner ever because he chose to leave Destin. I'm just kidding. We've got Jerry Brown. He's in an awesome place in the South. If you're not going to live in Destin, Helen, Georgia is a pretty good place to be. It sure is. Jerry, thank you for joining us here. Jerry is with the Alpine Helen and White County CVB. And if you don't know about Helen, Georgia, you ought to. I actually first showed up there as a youngster in the probably 1979 time period. And it was an awesome place right on the Chattahoochee River. It's actually where the Chattahoochee River starts up in that part of North Georgia. And that is a lovely place. And Alpine Helen, to my knowledge, Jerry, it's the only German-looking place in the southeast. Am I right on that? That is correct. Okay. Now, I think there's some in other parts of the country. There are. Yeah. There's at least uh, six more. Okay. Yeah. But not down here in the south. No. They don't have any in Florida that I'm aware of. No alpine villages. They got the villages. They do. But they ain't got no alpine villages in Florida. So we're going to talk to Jerry about Helen, Georgia, and also about what's going on there this weekend. We love to talk about music here on the Y'all Show. And if you are lucky enough to get to White County this weekend, they have the Alpine Helen Songwriters Festival. Is this the first one? It is. That's what I thought. It is, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we uh, are setting it up to where it will be an annual event. Well, it is it sounds like a great idea. Of course, Helen is a good place to go anytime, but in October is when it really has its biggest crowd show up because you got something called Oktoberfest. And as I'm a German speaker, Guten Tag and Willkommen zum Helen in Georgia. All right. Gesundheit. Yeah, Gesundheit to you. <laughs> It's amazing. I took five years of German. I went to Germany, and I did pretty well, although one of the reasons I took five years of German is because I failed a whole year of it. And I went over there, and they were like, man, you speak German so well. I'm like, I wish I had my professor here right now and, uh, <laughs> and let him hear it. But no, it, we, we like that. And look, it, the, the North Georgia mountains really don't get enough attention. It is a, not just Helen, but it is an amazing feature here in the southeast. And for many of us in the south, we think of the Appalachian Mountains is more of a North Carolina and Tennessee thing, but you go up around Blood Mountain 
and other places in, in Blairsville, you got to say it right, <laughs> which I think you hang out in that area too. Uh, right? Yes, sir. That's what I thought. And they got some beautiful lakes in North Georgia. What's the one near Clayton? Uh, oh, uh, Lake Burton. Lake Burton. Yeah. That's a fancy place. But it's just a, a lovely spot there. And northeast Georgia specifically is where you'll find Helen and White County. Cleveland, Georgia is the county seat. I used to live just south of Cleveland, Georgia, and I'd go to Linda's. Right? Linda's. L- Linda's. Linda's, right. Okay, restaurant. And they had an awesome salad buffet and other great food there. In fact, I got to be a pseudo regular there. And one time I went in there after like uh, after not being in there for like three weeks. And and they asked, here's the ultimate compliment, Jerry. They're like, "Where you been? We hadn't seen you around here." So I don't know what a lot that of really great means. Folks in that area. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Jerry is in the Helen area. And all right, so we talk about Oktoberfest. Well, it ain't October, and October won't be around here for a while. So there are plenty of other great reasons besides this weekend to go to Helen, Georgia. Jerry, what's coming up here in the next month or two months that we need to know about? Well, uh, we have our uh, Songwriters Festival yep, that weekend. you yeah, had touched on, and we'll talk about that a little more here in a minute. But um, also, at the end of the month, we have our annual Trout tournament Ooh, uh in where, the chattahoochee? yeah in the chattahoochee there are tagged fish so there are uh all kinds of different um uh, things you can win uh from money weekend trips etc okay um, and of course, uh, this time of year is when our tubing uh, will start up, uh, which is uh, we're really well known for uh, is to come up and and uh, tube the hooch. <laughs> uh, I won't go any further into that. What what is your? You've got just outside of Helen is at least one or two parks right state parks there are yes we have smithgall woods which is a conservation uh, area and they also have beautiful cabins you can stay in okay. uh and all kinds of trails uh, great fly fishing on duke's creek uh there and we also have unicoi state park which is uh, georgia's largest lodge park operation okay is that in white county it is okay now you're of course if you know anything about georgia's topography you're not far from the tallest mountain in all of Georgia is that's right, Brasstown Bald. It's only what 20, 20 miles or so. Uh, yeah, uh, probably uh, about sixteen miles from yeah. Helen, but really not far at all. But you got to uh, right. You can't go there that easily. You got to go around the roads, it, right, to get there. But it's you do. It's it's way up there. It's a lot different terrain than what you'll find in Destin, Florida. <laughs> so you've got the Songwriters Festival going on this weekend. Who are some of the songwriters that will be showing up in alpine helen well uh this year we have nine uh songwriters that are coming from nashville all of them have had either uh grammy hits or uh hits that are done by well-known artists uh so we do have uh, uh dave gibson will be with uh, us gibson miller band was that's a right duo that he was a part of and a yeah. great songwriter and uh also will nance okay. um Not steve familiar. dean And Wood Newton, uh, which is well-known for a lot of great hits. Uh, Rafe Van Hoy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Tim uh, Bupert uh, will be with us, as as well as Joe Doyle, uh, Pete Salas, and Trey Team. All in Alpine, Helen, Georgia, this weekend. And a lot of people don't know this. You're, of course, not just in Alpine, Helen is what you represent. You have White County and... There are a lot of wineries in White County and all of North Georgia. 
a guy I know, Chris Nonamaker, that lives in that area, has kind of kind of got a business where they go around and and visit those wineries. But talk yeah. about what what specifically White County's wineries offer. Uh, well, we uh, have what is called the Unicoi Wine Trail. Uh, we have seven wineries, uh, so we have more wineries in our county than any other county in Georgia. <laughs> uh, and you had touched. No on, wonder you live there. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, uh, award-winning wines yeah. as well. Um, so uh, you have Yona Mountain, which is uh, becoming very well known throughout the United States. And Yona Mountain, by the way, has to be like the second tallest mountain in Georgia. I don't know if it really is or not but it's a tall mountain right there at cleveland it sure is yeah it's it's beautiful so you got wineries and Mm -hmm. and uh, as you touched on with chris uh, we do have a couple other um uh, winery tour operators uh, so they can take you to all the wineries and uh, you don't have to worry about driving they also (laughs) offer uh, um, lunch um, and they will pick you up uh, at uh, the hotel or wherever you might be staying uh, and also bring you right back. A great idea. And in fact, a lot of the mostly I would call it Atlanta area folks come up for an easy day trip into mm-hmm. White County. But it doesn't matter where you are in the south. It's an awesome, awesome destination to go to. But specifically for the wine tours, a lot of girls go have a girls get together in Cleveland, Georgia, and go to mm-hmm. Helen and, and ride those buses. A lot of bachelorette parties are a part of that circus or circuit, whichever, <laughs> they're, they're kind of both. And it's just, it's just I've seen the pictures. I've seen yeah. the pictures, and, and it looks like it's a lot of fun. And they have a lot. you got the songwriters this weekend, but a lot of these wineries offer live music. They sure do. Every one of them do. Yeah, yeah. and so that's, that's a neat combination there with the, mm-hmm. the drinking and the music. and Yeah. And then the fact that you're in a really cool place like Helen. Let's talk about dining options. We've already oh, yes. talked about what, what Cleveland has to offer. What about Helen? What are some of the cool places you go to? to Helen, where, where can we dine? Yeah. Well, uh, we have over 25 uh, restaurants downtown Helen. Um, and three of those restaurants will be hosting uh, the songwriters uh-huh. uh, this weekend. And that's Cowboys and Angels. Uh, we also have the Hofbrau House, Ooh, yeah. uh, which is a nice German uh, pub and restaurant. Um, and also Big Daddy's uh, on the backside of Helen on the Chattahoochee River. Uh, we have authentic German restaurants, as I had alluded to. How many? Uh, we have uh, four. Oh. Yeah, four of those. Wunderbar. All right. Well, you have Via restaurants. That's great. See, I'm trying to show off my German here. My German <laughs> Southern. How about that? There you go. Uh, and uh, so you've got four awesome. I mean, you got to be like the only place in the South that has four German restaurants because most towns are lucky to have one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't even know if there's one in Atlanta. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. So it, it, I'm okay with that. And I remember when I went to Helen, I got one of those Bavarian hats. You, you oh, have yeah. places. You got a lot of gift shops there. We sure do. Yeah, over a uh, hundred and sixty uh, gift shops and stores uh, in downtown. We're talking with Jerry Brown of the Alpine Helen and White County Georgia CVB. Jerry, if people are interested, but they can't quite get there this weekend, what is the best advice for people to kind of plan out their getaway to Helen, Georgia, and White County? Well, uh, we are a a destination, of course, so uh, we always uh, 
tell people to try to plan at least six months to a year out uh, to make sure that you can have you know, a cabin or um, any type of housing that you're looking for from camping, uh, luxury hotels. Um, we also have uh, covered wagons you can uh, stay overnight in. Uh, just a lot of great opportunities um, uh, you know, for lodging in our area. Um, but yes, if you plan at least six months out, uh, you should be good. Um, the spring is a great time to come up. Uh, we're not quite as busy, but the summer through uh, the fall is our busiest time of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see over uh, one and a half million people uh, come through town during that time period. Well, of course, you got I assume you haven't quite reached your maximum capacity from a blooming standpoint with flowers and things like that. Uh, no, we're it's just starting, so okay. it's a great time to come up. But you told us we got to plan out six months in advance. Well, yes, but <laughs> <laughs> I want people to but come to spring, Helen right now. Yeah, it's and quite stay, as busy and as spend the a lot summer. Of money. <laughs> Would you be opposed to people? Coming? Oh, not at all, not at all. We got to talk about something that before Alpine Helen maybe got to be so famous. There's something else in White County, Georgia, that is world-renowned, and it's not the food. Well, it could be the food, but the thing I'm talking about is when you go there, you want to go to the hospital. That's right. It's not a hospital for where you broke your knee or leg or you you need a blood transfusion. This is Cabbage Patch Dolls International Headquarters. That's right. Babyland General. Babyland General. And they have an amazing place there. It's not the original place. The original place was down next to the Chick-fil-A in downtown Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And they got big and moved up to the north side of town. But if you have a youngster, and believe it or not, Cabbage Patch dolls are still a major item for youngsters. And I even got one for my 8-year-old son. Not not the girly-looking doll. They have other ones that are kind of... Maybe not so girly yeah, if you have, have boys boy. and girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's okay, guys, if you were to get a doll. That's fine. But they have some. And you get to go. The neat thing about Babyland is you actually get to see babies being born. That's right. Yep. Out of the cabbage patch. Yeah. Out of the cabbage patch. So I guess you have a lot of people come to Cleveland specifically for that, right? We sure do. Yeah. And uh, international guests. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is a really cool thing. I mean, I, I was. Unfortunately, I'm old enough to remember when that thing really started to take off 30 years ago, and every little girl had to have one. Well, now those parents, those 30 year old, 30 years ago, those eight year old girls are now adult women with their own kids, and they go to Cleveland to Babyland, and they get to have their own child pick out a new doll. And honestly, they also do a deal there at Babyland where they. I guess repackage your doll. If you had a doll from 35 years ago and you wore it out, they can go in there and give it an operation and make it anew. Yes, they can. You got one? Do you have a doll? Uh, no, my daughter does. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay if you want to have one. Uh, but it's, it's really a neat thing. And it's something, again, nowhere in the South, maybe nowhere in America, do they have such a thing as they have in Cleveland, Georgia at Babyland. 
We want to thank again Jerry Brown from Alpine, Helen, and White County, Georgia's the CVB there for stopping by here as we're at the Southeast Tourism Society's event in Daytona Beach, Florida. And again, this weekend, it's the Alpine Helen Songwriter Festival going on Friday and Saturday at multiple venues in Helen, Georgia. Get your later hosing out and go listen to some darn good music most of which I would assume might be country, but probably a little variety there. There is. And remember Dave Gibson of the Gibson Miller Band, which had a big hit back in the early 90s, and he wrote a big hit for Joe Diffie in the early 90s, Ships That Don't Come In, I think is the song he wrote. That's right. Uh, He'll be there and other songwriters, and it'll be a fun time, but it's always fun to go to Helen, Georgia. And as I always say when I talk about that little spot in North Georgia, Jerry, this is y'all's... Y'all's motto, go to Helen. (laughs) Jerry Brown, thank you very much. It was my pleasure. All right. Thank you. The Y'all Show will continue. Don't go anywhere. I'll feed us in. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, (laughs) obviously. Uh, Leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up. Courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly smelling better. Try the Purple Mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text SCIENCE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text S-C-I-E-N-C-E to 84888. That's SCIENCE to 84888. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. Hello, y'all. We are at the Southeast Tourism Society's convention in Daytona Beach, Florida. I'm John Rawl. This is the all-Southern program that we call y'all. And we hope you enjoyed so far our tourism spotlight of some great places. Coming up in just a few minutes, we'll have our SEC spotlight. We're going to talk Florida Gator sports. The Gators are off to the NCAA tournament. And John Pritcher, former UF pitcher for the Florida baseball team, will be stopping by. And John, when he's not covering the Gators as a fan these days, he is the CEO or chief bottle washer, whatever title you want to give him, of Discover Crystal River, Florida. He's the tourism guru there in Crystal River, Florida. 
and great guy and wants to, I mean what what a better deal can you get Florida baseball oh and gator sports all that will be discussed with John Pritchard when he drops by chomp chomp in just a few minutes here in our SEC spotlight here on the y'all show hey if you want to reach us easy easy way to do that it's 803-816-1170 and you also could go to our hot new website y'all.com and i know i don't need to spell that for you but just in case it's y-a-l-l y'all.com four little letters not l-o-v-e it's y-a-l-l and it's okay if you love y'all while you're at it but check it out Got some great stuff going on. We just added a story about Tupelo. Tupelo, Mississippi has not only Elvis, but it's also a place you can go and see a buffalo. Yeah, whoever thought that you could see a king and a buffalo all in the same town? Well, Tupelo, Mississippi, Lee County, Mississippi is where you need to go. And we have an awesome story about Tupelo, as I like to joke, and other great cities and features all about the South at y'all. Well, we normally do our headlines at the start of hour one, but we had so many great interviews that we had to squeeze in that we're kind of pushing headlines back to the start of this hour. Hope you don't mind. But before we get to the sports talk, let me kind of run through what's going on in Dixie here. We start out with a a bizarre headline coming from the Commonwealth of Kentucky and the governor there, Matt Bevin, you know, pretty boy, Matt Bevin. He says that he's exposed his children to chicken pox. Say what? He says he deliberately exposed his children to chickenpox so that they could catch the highly contagious disease and become immune. He actually dis- uh, disclosed this during an interview on a Bowling Green, Kentucky radio station, WKCT, and Bevan said his children were miserable for a few days after contracting chickenpox, but said they all turned out fine. Well, did they? Let, let us be the judge, Governor. Bevan and his wife, Glenna, have nine children. Not one, not two. Nine. I- Geesh. And four of those are adopted, so that's a great thing. But the governor, the Republican governor there, uh, purposely exposing his little kids to ch- chicken pox. Is that, is that even legal? I, I'm not really sure, but Bevin's comments follow reports this week of a chicken pox outbreak at a Kentucky Catholic school. So look out for chicken pox. I know a lot of places are still trying to get over all the horrible flu season that we've had. I mean, we've lost hundreds of people have died across the country with this flu outbreak this year. So be careful, y'all. But not not necessarily a, a story you hear all that much of a per- person purposefully giving his kids chicken pox, but that's what Kentucky's governor, Matt Bevin, did here in the last uh, couple of years, raising his kids. To Harvard University, I don't normally talk about Harvard and Ivy League schools here on the Y'all Show, but what a bizarre story coming from there as the university has shamelessly turned a profit from photos of two 19th century slaves while ignoring requests to turn the photos over to the slaves' descendants, according to a lawsuit filed earlier this week. Tamara Lanier of Norwich, Connecticut, is suing the school for wrongful seizure, possession, and expropriation of images she says depicts two of her ancestors. And she filed this in Massachusetts State Court, and we'll see what happens there. The university has not yet been served, but that it's in no position to comment on the complaint that from a spokesperson at Harvard, Jonathan Swain. Now, if this is the photo I see on the worldwide interweb of the slave that uh, this is a very famous picture of a slave that I think was from South Carolina. 
and uh, it's one of the most famous images of a slave. Remember, unfortunately, the slaves just weren't around cameras very much prior to their emancipation, and so to get an actual photo of slaves is pretty rare. That's why these are very valuable photos, and as this woman is now suing over the fact that Harvard University, yeah, Harvard which is in let's let's not forget as southerners we often are the punching bags of people that say that we were so terrible because we had slaves remember every colony had slaves prior to the civil war now most of the folks up north had already emancipated their slaves at some point but the south well we fought a war that that had an issue in it but at at harvard a lawsuit over the the profits from these photos of slaves from the 19th century a hurricane named Florence nor Michael will not happen again because those two names have been retired by meteorologists. Now, of course, those two hurricanes, we know Florence and Michael, have wreaked devastation across the south here in the last year or two. And now these two hurricanes have been sent off to the archive, those two names, by the NOAA and they're going to be replaced by Francine and Milton. The new names will first appear during the 2024 Atlantic hurricane season. And I'm literally looking out over my shoulder here at the beautiful Atlantic Ocean here in Daytona Beach, Florida. And it's hard to believe that uh, right, while it's calm now, we're only about two months away from the start of hurricane season. But if, if there's going to be more hurricanes, you will not have another hurricane. Florence and Michael, of course, Michael hit that Panama City area last year caused so much devastation. And I came through, as I said, Albany, Georgia, over the weekend, and you could see a lot of devastation of, of trees and, and all kind of homes still had issues with that. And that was in southwest Georgia. That wasn't even close to the coast. But what a powerful punch that thing packed when it came through the area in 2018. A man is accused of stealing nearly $550,000 from his dead girlfriend, and now he's vanished into the Florida Everglades. Luckily, I'm a couple hours away from that right now, but he cut his tracking device, and this man is in the Everglades, and they're trying to find Alejandro Aparico as he is out on a bond as the a judge revoked the bond of the ex-boyfriend of a real estate executive who was found dead in her home back in October of 2017, and then the man removed his court-ordered GPS tracking device, and now... He's somewhere in the Everglades. His GPS device, last known location, pinged in the middle of the Florida Everglades. So if you're out in the glades, look out. Look out. Be careful that you might not uh, run into Alejandro Aparico there in the Everglades. But stealing a, like we said, five hundred and fifty thousand dollars from his dead girlfriend now vanished into the Everglades. I could think of places that I would vanish. The Everglades, it's just not one of them. That's a scary place, but uh, hopefully he'll be caught real soon. A bid to strip the Confederate link to Arkansas's state flag has failed once again. Remember, this was an effort pushed forward a couple of weeks ago that failed, and then the governor, Asia Hutchinson, said that he wanted the flag to be kind of not really redesigned, but re. That retold the story of why the star above the word Arkansas is on the flag. Of course, it was put there by the legislature of Arkansas a couple of decades ago. Actually, Bill Clinton was in office when that happened. And now, just in all the Confederate craziness where everybody's got to out-Confederate other people and the destruction of all things Confederate, Arkansas has tried a couple times here, and they just haven't been able to do that. 
and maybe they won't. We'll see what happens. But the latest effort, not successful in Little Rock, trying to rename and re-examine what the flag, its meaning there in the natural state. In Virginia, authorities there say a Virginia beach woman has once again been found to be in possession of dozens of dead animals. The Virginia Pilot newspaper reports authorities responding to the home and this week, and they found more than 100 dead animals, 24 live cats, and a live dog. And the animal control supervisor there in Virginia Beach says the dead animals had been stored in freezers or in a plastic container in the garage where they decompose beyond recognition. What a horrible story coming out. The This isn't the first time that all these creatures that have been dead were found at a home belonging to Lisa D. Ross. She was not immediately reached for comment. Back in 2009, Ross's son was linked to a plot to kill high school students and authorities searching her home for weapons found 120 cats, half were dead. Disturbing story coming from the Commonwealth of Virginia. Sad story coming from the Palmetto State. A guy that was part of the original lineup of the Seattle Mariners baseball team when they debuted back in the 1970s. Leroy Stanton was killed in a car wreck in his native South Carolina. He was 72 years old. In Florence County, the coroner there, Keith Van Lutkin, said that Stanton died when he disregarded a stop sign, struck a tree, and was ejected from his pickup truck. Troopers said he was not wearing a seatbelt. He was an outfielder taken by the Mariners in the November 1976 expansion draft and had the best season of his nine-year major league career in 1977. 27 dingers, 90 runs batted in, and a 275 batting average, all career highs. And again, he was from the PD area of South Carolina, and now Leroy Stanton dead at the age of 72, killed in Florence County, South Carolina. He played for the California Angels a little bit, and then with the Seattle Mariners being in their expansion draft in 1976, debuting with the with the M's in 1977 or 76 in that time period there out in Washington State. Nashville, good news on the business front from the Music City. The Smile Direct Club has announced 2,000 new jobs are heading to Music City. Governor Bill Lee announced that the company will hire more than 2,000 employees over the next five years as part of a plan to expand its headquarters and facilities in the Nashville area. Governor Lee said that the company's $217 million investment will create new jobs in Nashville. State officials have not revealed the amount of incentives the company will receive for the expansion project. The company offers clear teeth aligners, often at a lower cost than traditional braces offered by orthodontists. It was first launched in 2014 and currently employs more than 1,600 people in the Nashville area. No wonder when I'm in Nashville, I see so many people with pretty pretty smiles all thanks to the smile direct club or thanks to all the great orthodontists out there who've probably received a bunch of money through the years making people smile a whole lot prettier in alabama remember that story where a guy who was an editor of a local newspaper there got in the news for saying positive things about the ku klux klan well now it's been revealed that that editor goodlow sutton the publisher editor whatever his role there of the democrat reporter in linden alabama He's going to sell his newspaper. Well, gee, what a surprise there. Sutton wouldn't go into details about the supposed buyer, but he's been trying to sell for years. Well, he certainly made a name for himself in his effort to sell it by 
making kind of idiotic statements here recently, but that is up for sale. Now, how about some animal news? Are y'all ready for this? Dozens of rattlesnakes were removed under a home in Albany, Texas. The homeowner there reported seeing a few snakes, but it actually turned out to be dozens of rattlesnakes living beneath the home. And Big Country Snake Removal, which was called in to help, said the homeowner crawled underneath his home after strong winds disrupted his cable TV service. You, you, oh boy, I would hate to see that guy's underwear after do, uh, going under there for that reason and coming out after all these snakes there. They got a lot, 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 lots of rattlesnakes in Texas, and workers later pulled 45 rattlesnakes from underneath the man's home in Albany, which is about 150 miles west of Dallas. Remember, they got that rattlesnake roundup out there in West Texas, and that's not a good story. Now, how about an animal-related story from right here in the Sunshine State? An alligator that's roughly 10 feet in length was recently spotted swimming in a body of water behind a Cape Coral, Florida woman's home. And when Rachel Holbrook went on Facebook over the weekend to share footage of the alligator lurking in the water, the gator's close proximity to her home made her very uneasy and, again, swimming behind the woman's home, huge alligator, 10 feet in length, there's no shortage of big gators in this part of the world, of course, but Floridians, they're beginning to see more gators in the coming weeks as the courtship period for gators typically begins in April before mating season follows in May and June. So there's your alligator lovemaking news for the day here on the Y'all Show. Now, finally, as a guy who I think I struggle sometimes with the English language, I can see where we sometimes screw up on words, but this was a huge screw up in Birmingham, Alabama. They were having a story over the weekend about Auburn winning the SEC men's basketball tournament. And the graphic that was put up on the screen at the local TV station, CBS 42 in Birmingham, it said Auburn wins, not SEC tournament, Auburn wins SEX tournament. The Auburn Tigers, your sex tournament champions. Way to go. War Eagle. Yeah, this was, again, on CBS 42 in Birmingham. What a screw-up there, but a funny story. And, again, at least Auburn won. It would be a lot worse if they'd lost the sex tournament. But they won the SEC tournament, which is all that matters for Auburn Tiger fans. And the uh, general manager there, that TV station, had to come out and apologize. I'm sure it was a I'm sure it was a mistake, but hey, it could have been an intentional flub there by an Alabama Crimson Tide fan there at CBS 42 in the in the Magic City. But there's a big difference, that one little character between SEC and SEX. How about people starting to chant that from now on at ballgames? SEX, SEX, okay. Well, we're having fun here at the Y'all Show. We talk SEC a lot more than we talk about SEX here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that SEC with John Pritcher of Discover Crystal River, Florida. He's our special guest, and he's coming on to talk about the Florida Gators. And you'll also discover his, well, discover his place, discovercrystalriverfl.com. Lovely place. If you want to learn how to swim with the manatees, well, John Pritcher is your man. And he's our special guest in our SEC Spotlight slash Crystal River Spotlight. That's coming up next on Y'all with John Rawl from Daytona Beach. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When you're always on the go, what would you prefer? An office phone system? Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier. Had an errand to run, but I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this. Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper. Oh, one sec. It's a business call. Hi. 
Hi, this is Rochelle with Way Forward Partners. How can I help? There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. The Y'all Show, our STS tapes, rolls on from Daytona Beach, Florida. I'm John Rawl, and I'm joined now in this SEC spotlight. You hear the music. It's a little orange and blue. We have a Gator great John Pritcher joining us here on the Y'all Show. And John played baseball for the Florida Gators and is a Florida baseball season ticket holder. That's correct. When did you play? Uh, I played uh, 89 to 92, and I mostly served as the closer for those years. And up until recently, I held the record for saves for the university. Don't hold back now. Anything else we need to know about you? That would be it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to talk to John specifically about his time playing in Gainesville, but we'll also talk about the current roster of Florida Gator baseball. Hey, it is baseball season, y'all. And here on the Y'all Show, we don't mind talking about that. We're also going to talk to John about Florida football, Florida basketball, and hey, an NCAA-bound Florida Gator basketball team. Great job by Michael White. Would you agree? Oh, I agree. That's uh, that's. <laughs> if you had to pick coach of the year with a club that didn't go you know, 18-0, I think he would do it because they were – all over the place this year, and he and he really figured out a way to right the ship, and and a big win on in the tournament against LSU, I think, was the the deciding factor that got him for sure yeah. into the dance. Because there was a real question mark whether oh. the Gators would get back. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, they just were so the older guys didn't seem to catch on this year like they did last year, and it, right. it just was quite a struggle. So I I'm sure it's a it's a it's a just reward reward for his his efforts for sure. And a good job by Coach White, of course, who yep. played collegiately at Ole Miss, and now I think this was his what third year in Gainesville. Does I lose track. Right? It's it's third it, or fourth. I mean, thir- he's, his first year they had a chance to go to the Final Four and they lost to South Carolina in right in Manhattan, right. and they missed out on the Final Four that year. That was probably the best year he's had. Yeah, he had yeah he did. Have, he had a lot of guys that, that were. Still part of uh, Billy's Billy's kids and and <laughs> uh, and they were uh, yeah yeah that was a, that was a, a a good start for him and then and able to build on some of that and land some excellent recruits and uh, I think I think they're on their way to being consistently you know a, a, a top tier team again. All right. Well, we're going to talk more about college basketball with John, but right now on the y'all show, this is our SEC spotlight. And John, I can't hold back. I just I got to talk a little football. Do you mind yeah. if we talk a little college no, football? I like that. So last year was a pretty good year in Gainesville. Yes. It was. It was a, a. Would you call it a surprise what Dan Mullen did in year one? Yes, I I, I, I certainly expected improvement. You know, I was thinking, you know, seven and five or eight and eight and four or something like that. I really thought that was where they were going to land. I figured they. There wasn't going to be another year where they were under 500. I just, you know, just his uh, the one of the things I think that he did that was he got the uh, the guys that buy into the with the strength program and what it really takes to be, uh, you know, a frontier on a front line program. You just can't, you know, you can't go in there without being prepared. And I don't think they were very prepared in the last couple of years. And then he brought a guy in and, and changed all that in a hurry. 
Remind me, Florida in the bowl game played who? They played Michigan, and they and they won. they avenged the uh, opening thumping okay. that they received the previous year. Okay, yeah. Unfortunately, I've turned the page on 2018 primarily yeah, because Clemson won the national championship. So I think the whole 2018 season should be deleted, <laughs> in my opinion. But uh, yeah, Florida a, a, a little bit sooner than expected arrival of wins for Dan Mullen, yeah. who had been an assistant with Urban Meyer in the swamp a decade prior, but had done great things in Starkville, and I guess it just proves he's a pretty good coach. So, entering 2019, John, yes. do you think the Gators are going to be right back among the best teams in college football? I, I think they're. I think they're a mid top 25. I think that's. I think that's where you know somewhere in the teens. I really think because it's uh, they still don't know exactly what they have at quarterback, and that's. As that's the thing that's that, even more this year. Yeah, he's still you know Felipe Franks improved considerably with Coach Mullen, but it's still it's still not like we where you've as a fan we felt confident that yeah. that things were going to go as they should. So I, I still so I'm looking. I would look for more for that to see if if he makes that improvement. It, it, it really all hinges on that position. I think is is where how far along they go because uh, yeah, you know that's 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 key. Franks is going to be a junior or senior he's, this year. He's a junior this year, okay. and and he, you know, like I said, at the towards the end he did he did better. He, I watched from the beginning of the year to the end of the year when he ran the ball in the beginning. It looked like he was, you know, doing it because it was required. Mm-hmm. It, the second half of the year he ran the ball, and and it's almost like somebody reminded him he's six five and two hundred fifty <laughs> pounds. That if you you know when you hit a when you hit a guy that's significantly smaller than you he falls down and you keep going and and th- that's how he ran like in the bowl game and towards the towards the end he really he really took advantage of his skill set on on that. It's coming back to me as I've tried to forget the 2018 season. <laughs> the reason I don't remember that bowl game, I was at the Grand Canyon the, the day that Florida and Michigan played in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Yeah, well that that's a that's a fair trade. So, can I you think, forgive me for yeah, being think, ignorant on yes, I, UF football? Yeah, yeah yes, yes. And, it's it's an acquired taste for yeah, sure. <laughs> and so I remember actually eating in Sedona, Arizona in a pizza, great pizza joint there, and they had the game on. And there were actually Michigan and Florida fans at this restaurant out in Arizona. Also ran into some Clemson fans there, and that ruined my meal. <laughs> yes, and actually they were, from, they were from my hometown, which is kind of crazy, from South Carolina. I saw them out all the way yeah. in Arizona. You think you yeah. escape things. Yeah. But so, Florida, you expect good things here in yeah, 2019? Yeah, I do. And and when you talk about the Clemson-Carolina thing, I have family members that live in Carolina that are split. Half the family is, is for Clemson, and half yeah. of them are for South Carolina. So it's family reunions are interesting. Yeah, well, there's a lot of that, even in my family. Yeah, I do not like Clemson. That is something I don't mind saying. <laughs> but you know what? John, and this really is very hurtful and painful for me to admit. I have to admit that Clemson's the best program in college football. I said it on the show yesterday, and I'll say it here today. Even Alabama fans who I run across now admit they're not the best program in football. Clemson is. And the reason is it really kind of boils down to the coach. Dabo, he's a darn good coach, and he's got a more exciting brand of football than what you see in Tuscaloosa. And they're going to be a force as they have the last five years. And unfortunately for SEC fans, they're not in the SEC. Yeah, and I and I do think when you look at the the difference in the two staffs, there's very little turnover in Clemson, and there seems to be constant turnover 
in Tuscaloosa. And some of it's guys improving themselves, and some of it's just guys going, just getting spun out. So right. uh, I think that I think continuity, and it just looks like it looks like they have a lot of fun in Clemson. I mean, the coach and everybody, everybody seems to just have a. And part of that is winning, but they yeah, really do. I yeah, mean, they put a darn slide in their fancy new football complex. They got a slide. Right. They go sliding down when they go to well, practice. In a few years, we'll see what Florida comes up with because they they're moving the baseball uh, stadium. You told me about this, yep. and, and break it right here on the y'all show to all of those non-Florida Gator baseball fans who have no clue. They've got some improvements going on there in Gainesville. What's going on? In the 2021 season, there'll be a new ballpark open uh, on on campus near – it's on the – I guess – see on the south side of campus near the softball and the lacrosse stadium. It's going to be a $50 million complex, uh, you know, 10,000 seats total with the berm seating and everything, and it's uh, clearing the way for the the football-only building – to go there where the ballpark is now, which is right next to the indoor which practice stadium. McKeithen Stadium, correct. Right next door to the practice stadium, right next to the O'Connell Center and and, and all pra- all the football practice fields itself. So, um, yeah, so it, it, it's long overdue uh, for the, the amount of uh, wins and things that Coach Sull- O'Sullivan has put forth. And it's, uh, you know, that, that stadium opened the year before I got there, which was 18, 1988. And so it's it's time for you know that 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 particular style of structure isn't the isn't the norm anymore and it's and they've upgraded everything they can and they just out of space and it's time for something new and I'm, I'm very pleased to see that the administration has been able to secure the funding to, to build this complex and okay. and hopefully it'll uh, it'll it'll continue to draw the fans and a friendly reminder and don't hold back John we're visiting with John Pritchard and I'll tell you what he does besides talk about Florida Gator sports <laughs> here in a second because that's why we're visiting with him today he's part of the a contingent of folks at the Southeast Tourism Society's annual conference here in Daytona Beach, Florida. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. But the facility improvement is going on there with the Florida Gators. And remember, it was two years ago that Kevin O'Sullivan's Florida Gator baseball team won the national championship. And that's something that had not happened. No, they had not. They'd won conference championships. Ever? No, that was the first one ever. Why didn't you win one? We lost to LSU in the Gorilla Ball and got our lunch handed to us twice in Omaha. And that, what, what year? That was 1991. That was the year they won it first. Their their first one and and because 1990 Georgia won. Correct. Yeah, they, they beat my Citadel Bulldogs uh, in that 1990 College World Series that LSU also was in. Yeah, and Georgia Southern. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think who else from the South was part of that, but. LSU did not win that year, but they won the following year, which is when our guest here was part of the Florida Gator baseball team. So the Gators did win it two years ago. Last year, the national champs, once again, the Oregon State Beavers. How in the world does Oregon State get to be so good at college baseball? I, I, they they had some really top top notch arms. They got some. They found some guys like the, well, he ended up being a first round pick. This uh, Nick Madrigal, uh-huh. who was a five seven you know, second baseman. That just had an amazing career there, and and so kind of like uh, Jose Altuve, you, you know, you, you look at the package and you go, ah, it doesn't quite fit the mold, but the numbers absolutely do, and and he's moving through the White Sox system pretty quickly, I believe. I assume you kind of keep up with all things Major League Baseball to a, I some keep, degree. Yeah, I keep an eye on it. I mean, the, the, I like the I like the Rays. I mean, they're nearby, and I, so I so we get we get to see them. It's <laughs> it's funny last year. Last year was a, a banner year, and they still were about 15 games behind the Red Sox. So, I, if we can somehow get them traded to the Central, 
I think you know, I think they'd have a lot more chance of getting yeah. in the playoffs. But you know, they win ninety games with with that club. But you've really done something. Did they? They didn't even make the postseason. No, no, because because the Yankees were the were one of the wild cards. Oh gosh! And so yeah, they were they were. I think they I think they were third in a division. But like I said you know ninety wins puts them in contention in the other two divisions. Mm-hmm. Well, baseball's regular season starts in just a couple of weeks and right. here we are in grapefruit league area here in florida we're mm-hmm. not quite south enough here in daytona beach for some of the spring training stuff but not all that far from here do you get to see some of the spring training yeah a, l- a little bit I've, I've um you know dunedin's not too far from crystal river where i'm at and you know, tampa certainly is close with the yankees and it's so uh but yeah so we try to get a few I, there's some there's some guys that i Met that at Florida, some of the younger guys that are still playing, and they're over in, in the in those leagues. So it's uh, it's nice to go check them out when when I can. Take my son, go have a have a nice day in the sun. Well, when we come back on the y'all show, we're going to talk to you about what you actually get to do nine to five these days. But uh, since you are a Florida Gator and all that, uh, let's let's before we go to break, talk about Michael White's basketball team here as they enter March Madness. Their opponent is Nevada. Where's that game? Uh, I think they're in the Midwest. Midwest, uh, I think it's, I think, yeah, they were one of. The, as I was watching the the selection show, they were, yeah, they were the. I think they were the last screen to be okay to be shown. But yeah, they're just Florida's a ten, Nevada's a seven. Oh, they're underdog. In this yeah, one. it's a. It's going to be a tough matchup. I've watched Nevada play a little bit early in the year. The player got so mad he beat up stuff. Did you see that? <laughs> I didn't see that. They played a game at Utah State about three weeks ago, uh, and their player, who's like one of their top players, was so upset he smashed a fire hydrant. There in the locker room at Utah State. So, holy cow! Hopefully, he won't be quite so upset when he takes on the Gators of Michael White here in the NCAA tournament. But maybe in the post game, he'll be that upset. That would be that would work for me. Maybe, maybe so. (laughs) But good luck to the Gators and all the SEC teams. We'll kind of remind you in the next break who all after the next break who all the sec's got some of those teams actually suiting up today on the y'all show we'll tell you about the ncaa tournament and this guy in his day brought the heat on the mound for the florida gators john pritchard's our guest when we come back he's going to bring the heat from a tourism angle and that is coming up next on the y'all show don't go anywhere You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. One day I was riding along, riding my own mule. We're back. It's the Y'all Show from Daytona Beach, Florida. We're at the Southeast Tourism Society's annual conference. Got a little tourism going on. We're visiting right now with John Pritcher. And John is a former Florida Gator baseball player from the late 80s, early 90s, and he's taking a little time out from the STS meetings to talk Gator sports with us here on the Y'all Show, the show all about the South when it comes to the South. You've got a little tourism, you got a little barbecue, and you got a little SEC sports, and that's what we do here 
we mix it all in on the y'all show and john i know you've pulled it up here i just want to make sure i don't leave anybody off we've got sec teams making it into march madness some of those teams play today some play friday in their opening round of the sec tourney first off the auburn tigers your sec tournament champs they're in the field you also have the regular season champ lsu tigers also in there so two teams how about that two sec what would you call west teams kind of the top teams in the sec does that does that hurt your feelings no, that, that Florida took two out of three from LSU, so <laughs> that's a good club. I mean, and, and the third one was an overtime that they when they they beat them in, in Gainesville. Yeah, uh, oh, what an exciting game! Yeah, and Florida had a chance, and you know that's and, you know that's a sign of a you know that that's a very talented club in, in LSU. That's just I'm I hope that they get things righted going into the tournament so they they really can show what they can do. I'm when it comes this time of year, I'm, it's all at. Uh, this is one time of year they cheer for everybody in the SEC yeah. is, is the tournament because I would like to see as many teams go as far as they can. So Auburn, LSU making it. You also have those Florida Gators in the SEC, of the SEC in the March Madness fun. The Kentucky Wildcats, the Tennessee Volunteers, of course, a great season by both of those two programs. Also from the western side of things, the Ole Miss Landshark Rebels are in there as well as Mississippi State. And you have... Let's see, LSU. We that's, told you about that's it. That's the, the, it. We had seven, uh, SEC was able to get seven seven, seven squads in this year, which is pretty good because there was a point where it didn't look like it was going to be that many early in the year. I think I saw where only the ACC had more with maybe eight. I think that's right. Yeah, the ACC had they had a pretty of course pretty the bounty ACC power. They yeah, three got of the four. three of the four number one seeds. Mm-hmm. I thought an SEC team should at least have gotten a little love on that, but. Oh, well, you still got to line up and play and go talk yes. to Virginia about being a number one seed. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't always work out. John, let's move away from sports, All even right. though I know that's fun to talk about. We got to talk about something here with you since somebody's uh, allowed you to come here to Daytona Beach yes. this week. We They didn't probably let you come here to talk far to get sports the whole time. So, hey, we're having fun it's with John. So it's a bonus. But you're from the manatee capital of the world yes. because you're from Discover Crystal River, Florida, you're from Crystal River, Florida, the actual town of Crystal River. So, let us know about the manatee capital of the world and what's all going, what all goes on in Crystal River. All right. Well, so we're we're the county tourism agency at Citrus County, and we market the the whole region. But manatees are our first and foremost. Uh, as as you said, John, the manatee capital of the world. We are the only place that you can legally swim with the manatees. There's lots of places where you can see them and be in, be nearby, but our area is the that's what separates us. And the, how do you do that? We have numerous charter captains okay. that that, and it's kind of what we encourage. You can do it, you know, in a kayak or you can paddle up. But the but having the our captain's whole idea is 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 the proper way to to experience with the manatees, which is very passive. But you are in the water, and they are very curious. They do come up to you, so it's. It's, it's it's not uh, looking at a distance for the most part. The, they will come to you, and uh, but their whole job is to put you in the water with them, and and yep. it's just a better experience. It's much easier that way. Uh, and so, and our guides you have are great. to go off into the Gulf to do this, or do they come into like an inland area? No, our our season is November to March, and it's when the weather is cold, so the Gulf temperatures 
become too cold for them because they're mammals, and so it pushes them into our area. We have so many of the high magnitudes freshwater springs pushing water into the bay uh-huh. that the and our springs are constantly seventy two degrees. So they'll that's where they congregate, and we have plenty of food with the, that they like to eat with the with the uh, eelgrass and things, and so. Um, it, it just makes for a, a really uh, a nice haven for them. And then, then as it warms up, like it's been this warm last last month, they go back out. And and we have some residents that stay because they like they like the area and they like the like the easy food. Can you blame them? No, it's and then but but yeah, November to March and and the colder days the better. Like you, there are many times you, maybe on the Today Show you've seen the manatees in the spring, and that's most likely Three Sisters Springs, which is our. Um, it's part of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife uh, uh, Refuge, but that's that's where you see them, and there'll be so many in there, they look like stepping stones. Yeah. Now, remind those who are map, map mm-hmm. challenged, right. Crystal River on a map is located where? So we're on the Gulf Coast of Florida. We are about, uh, about an hour and 15 minutes north of Tampa and about an hour and a half west of Orlando. Uh, so it's uh, – we're – we're right above where all the beaches start in the St. Pete Clearwater area. It's very you're uh, north of there. Correct. It's a very rustic area, and so we don't really have the beaches, but we have wonderful fishing. We have the manatees in the summer. We have scallops. Uh, now Brooksville is somewhere in there, right? Right. Brooksville's just underneath us, maybe 20 minutes, just in below. A different that, county. Correct. That's Hernando County. That's okay. that's right below right below us, and we we work together with them on some projects, especially uh, bicycling, because there's a state trail that runs okay. right through the middle of both of our counties, and uh, so we we partner with them. But the, mostly our our big product is the is being on the water, whether it's paddling or snorkeling or with the manatees or scallops it's fishing it's really being outside on the water now i know here at tourism summits past there was a marketing plan and it might have been your area too but somewhere along that area is the what do they call it the forgotten coast or secret coast or something like that yeah i'm trying to remember it might be north of you what do they call that area yeah there's um well, like there was the Adventure Coast, that and might be it. and yeah, there's a couple of there's some there's some or marketing the curve there. On the yeah, Gulf that's in Coast. like like in the Big Bend area. Big that's Bend. Okay. that's uh yeah, that might be towards uh, Apalachicola and, and Mexico Beach where they where they, they, they had the hurricane. They renamed the strategy since yeah. then, but that was their, their mm-hmm. little ploy at that time. And right. It's again not an area a lot of people go to in Florida, but it has no. things that you're not going to find at Mickey Mouse Land. No, you're right, right, and I think that uh, especially in the summertime, I, I mentioned a couple of times about the scallops. It's it's bay scallops, and you're able to to uh, anybody can do it because the water's shallow. You you can either use a snorkel or not, and uh, I always point to the fact like people that may have been lobstering. This would be 180 degrees in terms of difficulty from from lobstering. I did that once, and I, I think I'll just buy them <laughs> from here on out. And uh, if I want one, but the scallops are they they just sort of lay there, and you can you just scoop them up, and you can catch uh, ten gallons as a boat limit a day of whole scallops. So it makes about a quart bag when you're all when it's all said and done when they're shelled because the the actual meat's about the size of a marshmallow that you put in a uh, hot cocoa. Okay, it's not those. It's not the big ones like the sea scallops that you get in at the restaurants. Well, one of the great things about where you are 
in the Crystal River area is you have that authentic Florida look and feel. And you probably have a lot of people that talk very Southern because they're true. I guess the term is Florida crackers. Yeah, I think we have a very we have a, a high number of uh, multiple generation Floridians. There you go. That's uh, you know I'm I'm a fifth generation Floridian. Are you? My mother's a speech clinician that grew up in a West. What? A speech clinician. She taught the children how to speak correctly in ah. school. But she's from West Tennessee, and so where is she from? Humboldt, uh-huh. and so, Gibson County. Hello to all of our Gibson <laughs> County right, folks Kirk. there the, listening to us right now. Ninety three point one, the talk of yeah. Jackson, and all of West Tennessee. So hello, Gibson County. Yeah. So they uh, just won a state championship there. I think this wow. the last couple of days since you were into sports. Yeah, my. Uh, but it, so my her father ran a furniture store for about 50 years in Humboldt and so uh, well, you better give a shout out yeah, what was well, the name it's of closed it? now but it was Weber's Furniture uh, uh, and my grandfather was a businessman for there for as long as I can remember and she went my mom went to UT but if you can imagine having a thick southern drawl would not be good for teaching children how to speak correctly <laughs> i so, don't know about that so <laughs> have you looked at the educational standards of the day what, what's a little southern accent gonna yeah, hurt anybody it probably would have helped out but that's uh so that's so people are surprised sometimes they find out that i'm a native floridian because i don't have much of a a, a, a draw unless i when except for when i get around my other family members from the south and, yeah. then it picks up a little bit well good for you <laughs> but you can find that true Florida experience in the Crystal River yes. area. Discover Crystal River. Your website is visitcitrus.com no, and, and discovercrystalriverfl.com. Yeah, yeah discovercrystalriverfl.com is our um, is our website that's for the for the public. Okay. Uh, that's and, and so like most folks we're in a perpetual redesign but uh, but it's still up and running and in, in the, the end of the summer we'll have a brand new look so uh, hopefully it'll be it will be much more friendly and, and inviting, right. so, so for please visit. Our listeners who might be in Humboldt, Tennessee, that right. don't want to drive all the way to mm-hmm. Crystal River, what are your airline options? Uh, Tampa is the is the easiest of the two big airports nearby, Tampa and Orlando. Uh, Orlando is, is just you know, over-the-top busy. But Tampa is a very easy airport, and it's and it's a there's a, a quick expressway that drops you off right at the southern part I'm of glad our you county. Said that you didn't call it a freeway, you called it an expressway. Right? Yes. No, now, it's see, not this free. Boys from the south. It's not free. And, well, we're just in California down here. This is uh, this is the south. We don't have no freeway. Right. And so, but it, it is very convenient from the Tampa airport to us. Uh, okay. And St. Pete Airport is they you know, they're certain they have some of the other airlines like. Uh, Allegiant flies into in there. Uh, Pretty cheap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's very affordable. They just, they just have shorter uh, options than than going into Tampa. But either one is good, and it's uh, it's a it's like I said, even from St. Peter's, maybe another half hour. So, a lot of good choices. And again, it's discovercrystalriverfl.com, The website yes. you can go there and fly that cheap airline to. St. Petersburg, mm-hmm. and save your money so you can splurge. That's right. When you get into discovercrystalriverfl.com country, and we can't leave you without. I know this is not a good thing for someone in your position to do, but can you at least give us a couple of good dining options while we're there? Oh, sure. Is so because I don't want to make any. They're all great. No, no right. They're we, all great. Right. But we have a couple of uh, places. There's a there's a place in Homosassa, which is one of the. It's an area. It's not quite a city because uh, it's just part What'd of the you county. Call me? 
<laughs> I did. It's yes. It's Homo Sassa. Homo Sassa is a, is actually that's where I, I live. I am a Homo sapien. I don't right. know if you knew that or not. Yeah. That's, well, that's good to know. <laughs> Clear that up. The uh, but yeah, the Homo Sassa. That's actually where I live. But there's a place called the Freezer. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, it's it's a working fish uh, a fish house. It's cash only, but they do have Ooh, an ATM. My kind of place. But it is it is delicious food. It, there's a, not a whole lot of. Uh, extra presentation or anything but the the food kind of place, food is outstanding kind, y'all kind of place right and then there's a now in crystal river there's a place i like quite a bit it's a place called crackers it's right on the water good name they have a little tiki bar out back they so got you can, t-shirts there i haven't looked i, I, I bet you they should I, I, they should it's right crackers but, you know that's it's good you know the main one of the best things about it is, is how fresh our seafood is i mean it's it's right there the gulf is very close and so uh it's it's important, and then the, there's one other one in, in Homosass I like it for, for waterfront dining. It's called Seagrass, uh-huh. and uh, so you, yeah, they have a, they have a really nice patio where you sit out and you look out over the Homosassa River, and uh, you, so you might see manatees, you might see dolphin, uh, but it's just you know the beautiful sunsets as we're on the west coast, it, yeah. and delicious food and drink. Well, it sounds like a great place. Of course, I'm not too envious. I'm in Florida right now talking to you. So Florida is a wonderful asset here in the southeast. But all of our southern states have their own strengths and weaknesses. But not a lot of places in the south can you go swim in manatees. But you can in the manatee capital of the world. And that's Citrus County in Florida. John Pritchard has been our very special guest. You better say hello to all your family there in West Tennessee. I will say hello to all the, the West Tennessee folks and the Humboldt Jacksons. It's uh, the Weber family was there. There's probably a few cousins still left, but it's uh, but yeah, that's uh, that, that all in the, the downtown Humboldt was one of my favorite places growing up. Chasing my grandfather to all the banks as he's making deposits, as making that money, right? Yeah, and then we go home for lunch, <laughs> or dinner. Oh, yeah, supper. Supper. Dinner was at noon. Dinner, yeah, that's we had a big dinner and then had supper. Then had supper. And they never questioned that because they don't call what Jesus, whenever he had that meal before he was slain on the cross, they they don't call that the Lord's dinner. They call that the Lord's supper. So if that's at supper, then you know dinner comes around lunchtime every day. (laughs) Or should I say lunch? John, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you letting us know a lot more about Discover Crystal River, Florida. John Pritchard and a former Gator. And what a Gator fan say? Is, is it, wait till next year? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I know Auburn's got the War Eagle and the Land Shark fans say the whole hotty toddy thing, but what a Gator fan say? It's it's go Gators and it's and then then the, the signal is the chomp. Yeah, the, well I knew the, about the, the chomp, yeah. but that's hard to yeah, kind of put here on audio, but Right. The yeah, Go Gators is, is the uh, Visually is the big, Here we go. That's right. John, thank you. Go Gators. Go Gators. And that, my friends, wraps up today's y'all show here from Daytona Beach, Florida. We will be back with you on our Friday edition. It's going to be a lot of fun as we will hopefully be continuing on. If I don't go swim with the manatees, we'll be right back here in the captain's chair with more of the show that's all about the South, y'all. Go Gators. Go Gators. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? 
Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely, so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text SCIENCE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text S-C-I-E-N-C-E to 84888. That's SCIENCE to 84888. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. Just so you know, in real life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in. Come on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.